Nine lines into the page by the two dots, Tanura Bono. We're in the middle of the discussion of Bris Mila, the fact that a Bris Mila on the right time of the eighth day is Doicha Shabbos. Everyone agrees to that. The question is, how do we know that? So there was different discussion. If, if we learn out from the fact that, it's, that it pushes away Tsaras, that a Bris Mila, when there's Tsaras and the Orla, you could, you could cut off the Orla with the Tsaras. Fine. So now we're going to discuss. The idea that, that bris milah is doicha tzaras. That halacha, that it is tzaras on the orla, you could cut it off without a problem. How do we know that? Tanur Abum. Milah doicha tzaras, bein bizmano, bein shaloi bizmano. If you have to do a bris on the tzaras on the orla, you can cut it off whether it's on the eighth day, whether it's later. Yoyntev. However, if you have to do a bris on Yom Tiv, even Yom Tiv, but even Yom Tiv, if there's a uh, baby which didn't have a bris yet, but it's past the eighth day, then you cannot do the bris on Yom Tiv. Only if it's the eighth day. How do we know that a bris milah is doichet tzoras? The Tanur Abanan Yimel Besadar Losa, you should do the Bris Milah, as Bayim Hashmini it says. So they teach, they didn't learn it out yet from any, any extra thing in the Pasuk, as if it's a simple understanding, an obvious conclusion that even if there's Saras, you do the Bris And then the Braisa asks, how the Chayr of the Pasuk says you have to be careful with the Tzaras, not to cut it off. Anywhere else in the body, besides on the Orlo. Asks the Brayse, similar to the Brayse we had before, the similar style. Oh, yeah, maybe not. Although this is my simple understanding, but maybe I could challenge that understanding and say, maybe even a Bris Mila, you're not allowed to cut off a fast Tzaras. And how will I fulfill the passage which says, do the bris milah? If there's no tzaras. So the conclusion is, we learned it from the extra word basar. It could have written, and we had this earlier. It could have written, do a milah to the arla. And it says, basar the extra word basar. From that, we learned, although, Although there's a tzaras on it, you still do the brismil. So again, we have the question. The Bryce starts off saying, obviously it's fine. Then the Bryce says, no, maybe not. Okay, I have a postic. Why did you think it's obviously fine? And why at the end did you think it's not? What was clear to him in the beginning? That therefore it was obvious to him that saras that the, if the saras and a bris you take off the saras. Why did he have a question on that at the end? And he had to bring a pasuk. So he says like this: Hachikam, Yimel b'sadur losing va'afal pishi yeshro This His assumption was that even if there's saras, you do cut off the arla. Umani mikayim misham v'nega saras. And how will I fulfill the pasuk? Be careful with the saras. Why? We don't have a pasuk for it. Why do you assume that? 
Why is that a symbol in the standard? My time, what's the reason? The Asya Mikavo Chaymer. If Shabbos, which is obviously more strict, there's much more punishments for, for being Mechal Shabbos. Nevertheless, if you have to do a bris on the right day, you deich Shabbos. Tzeras, Likol Isn't it obvious that Tzeras, which isn't such a severe Aveda like Shabbos, there aren't such punishments for cutting off Tzeras like for being Mechal Shabbos. Isn't it obvious that you do the bris Okay, that was his assumption. And how did he dismiss that? How did he challenge that? Why did he say, no, maybe not? Then he said, who tells you the Shabbos Hamiro? The Shabbos is more, more strict. Maybe Tzaras is more strict. If a coin asks Tzaras, you tell him, don't cut off the Tzaras and do the Avoid in the base of Mikdash. No. Keep the Tzaras there and don't do the Avaidah. And the Avaidah, Deich HaShabbos. Doing the Avaidah in the Bishamidah is Deich HaShabbos. So we see that in a certain angle, Tzaras is more strict than Shabbos. And therefore, maybe, Bris Milas Deich HaShabbos and not Tzaras. Now this same Svar that we had earlier in the flip side. The initial, the Brice earlier, L'Chathchila thought that it's obvious that that Milos Doicha Shabbos from the fact that Milos Doicha Tzaras, yeah, because from this last Svara, that if Tzaras is Doicha Avoida and Avoida is Doicha Shabbos and Milos Doicha Tzaras is for sure Doicha Shabbos. One second. And at the end, we said no, maybe not. Maybe Shabbos is more strict because it has more punishments, etc. So, Basically, the Bryce is saying both logics could make sense. And therefore, the Pasuk cannot rely on our assumption. Since, since both Svaris make sense, you could say Tzaras is more strict because it's Doi Chavayda. You could say that, that, uh, that uh, Shabbos is more strict because it's more punishments. Both Svaris make sense. And since both Svaris make sense, you need a Pasuk for both. So therefore, Talmud Leimar Bosor Okay, so that's one way of explaining what's the back and forth of the Brisa. We thought it's obvious that Milos Deichat Tzaras because it's Deichat Shabbos, which is more strict. And then we say, no, there's a Svarat to say Tzaras is more strict because it's Deichat Veda, which is Deichat Shabbos. And therefore, we need a Pasor. Lishnachrinah. A different version of Rava's answer. What was the discussion of the Brisa? Why did the Brisa think to begin with that it's obvious that Milos Deichat Saras, and then it thought it's not obvious and you need a Pasuk? Milos Deichat Saras, my time, the Osiya say, Vidochi Loisasa. Since it's a Loisasa to cut off the Saras, and it's a Mitzasa to do a Brismila. The rule is, if you have an essay and a loisa said that you can only do one if you push away the other, you push away the other. So that was his, his assumption that 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 bris milas deichet saras because bris milas a mitzvah sasa saras is a mitzvah loisa sasa. Umay oy einu dekomer. Why at the end did he say no? Maybe not. Maybe it's not such a clear svarin. Ha dekomer. Then he said no. When do we say the Asiya say the Deicha Leisasa? 
When is a say override a lisasin? Loisasin greater. If all you have is a lisasin. Hi, I save a lisasin. Not to cut off the taras is a mitzvah essay and a mitzvah lisas. It says, Hishomer benega taras, be very careful with the taras. Lishmer to guard it very well. And that you should follow what the canon tell you. So it's telling you, don't remove it. Rather, what should you do? Bring the tzaras to a koyin and let him decide what's the status of the tzaras. So to mitzvah it. don't cut it off. Rather, do something else. So if you have a loisus and a essay together, the mitzvah does not override it. And therefore, the brismil doesn't know, obviously override tzaras. I could tell you that when the Apostle says, do the bris milah, when do I do it? It's not saras. Okay, so there's two ways to learn the back and forth of the brisa. Either the brisa thought, obviously Shabbos is more strict. So if bris milah could be deicha Shabbos, it could definitely be deicha saras. And then it says, no, in a certain angle, saras is more strict. Because it's which is Shabbos, and therefore we need a pasuk. Or his assumption was milas because it's an essay against the leisasin. And the conclusion is no, there's an essay as well by tzaras. Bring it to the koyim, and therefore we need a pasuk. Now there are three psukim which speak about this mila. One is talking about a child. in the right thing. Another one is talking about an adult, because it says, one who will not be mal besar or losoy, he's chayiv kores. Obviously, he can only be an adult. If he's a child, he can't be chayiv kores. And then there is, when, it, when, when someone has a bris later on, not in the right, that, after the eighth day, but he's not bar mitzvah yet. So the Pasuk says, kol Make sure that all males have a bris milah. And here it does not say the word besar. So we have learned from the extra word besar that even if there is saras, which basar, basar, like the extra word besar, not just some extra word besar. It says basar by saras, and it says basar over here. So from that we learn that even when there's saras, you still do a brismila. Yeah. So, but it only says basar, besar by an eight day old and by an adult. What about the between? It doesn't say the word besar. So maybe if there's saras after eight days, but he's not 13 years old yet, then he shouldn't be doing the bismillah. Wait till the saras goes away. Says the Gemara. I understand an adult. It says, One who does not do a bismillah, he will have, he will have kardis, which is obviously an adult. And it says besar. Kotonami, the first option, an eight-day-old, between eight days and 13 years old. Minolan, how do I know that you do a brismilo even if there's saras? You learn it from the two of them with a tzad Whenever you have two psukim that teach you a chiddush, so you can't learn from any of them alone because, first of all, if each one has a chiddush, you can't learn anything from them. If anyone has a specific criteria, why you might excuse why he has a specific halacha. So it's only him, nobody else. But if you have two psukim 
talking about two different cases and applying the same halacha. So you say, okay, none of the specialties of each of these alone could be the reason why he has this unique halacha. Because look, the other one also has the same halacha. So you have to look for something in common. And then you could apply it to anything else which has it in common. So let's look over here. You have eight day old, which is the right time. You have a 13 year old, which is Chayiv Kardis. Yeah. Now, each of these could be a reason why you should take off the Tzaras. You don't want to be Chayiv Kardis and you want to do it in the right time. But none of these could be the reason. Because a 13 year old is not the right time. A day old is not Chayiv Kardis. So the reason why you do a Bismillah, although the Tzaras cannot be not because it's the right time and not because he's a Chayiv Kardis. So what is the, what, what's left? It's a bris. Oh, so any bris could also be done, even if there's sonas. So let's see. Amar Abaya, Asiyah, Mibinayah, you learn it from the two together. Migadil, Asiyah, from an adult alone, he cannot learn it, he has something unique, he's high of Kardis if he doesn't do the bris milah. Migadil, Asiyah, from a child, at eight days old, he cannot learn it, Shkin milah bisman, it's the right time. Hatsanda Shoveshuben, what's the common denominator? Shkin milah it's a bris. So from this we learn af kol Whenever you do a bris, Okay. Now it's an interesting thing. Rabbe was learning into the brisa before, and now Rabbe is going to say something against that brisa, right? Um, and that's why. Uh, Toysu says that really you have to say Rabba over here. Um, one second. One second. Okay. So let's just read the Gemara. Let's decide later if we have to change the name of the year. Rava Omar Mila Bismana Deicha Loit Sricha Kra Mikava Khimarasi. He's accepting the Hava Amina we mentioned in the Braisa earlier, which is what the Braisa didn't accept. He's accepting that. You do not need a Pasuk to tell me that a Bris Mila on the eighth day. He could do it, although this saras. Why? Because it's a kama chaymer. Uma Shabbos dechamira deicha. We know that a bris on the eighth day is deicha Shabbos. Saras lekol shikin for sure is deicha saras. And then Rav Safra asked him back with the chayra, the svara which the brayse said at the end, which Rav himself explained the brayse earlier. Only Rav Safra lerava mimai the Shabbos chamira. Who tells you that Shabbos is more strict, more severe? Dilmosh tsaras chamira, maybe tsaras is more severe. Shkin deiches avayda, avayda deiches ashams. Answers Rava back. Hosom lav mishum de chamira tsaras. There, the reason why it's a, you, you don't take off the tsaras in order to do the avayda is not because tsaras is more strict. Elam mishum de gabra hudalechaz. Because the person is not worthy to do the Avaida. Asks him back, Safra Amai, why can he not do the Avaida? Because he has Saras. 
Let him cut off the tzaras, and then he's not so he's not a mitzrayim anymore. So he answers him back. He still needs to go to mikveh. The tzaras is gone, but he has to go to mikveh. He has to wait for the night, and only the next day he'll be able to do the avodah. And therefore, it's not the avodah because it's not avodah for tonight. I'm sorry, that was Rav's question. Rav asked Rav Safra, "Let him just cut off the tzaras." Answers back, Rav Safra, "No." No, no, I'm sorry. Rav Safra asked, he could, he could cut off the tzaras. Answers back, Rav, no. He could, it's, it's not the avodah because the avodah is not relevant today anyways. And therefore, you don't see that Saras has any severity. And therefore, there's a Kavachimah from Shams. Answers back in Afsafra. Teinach negoyim t'meim. Negoyim t'hoidim ma'ikolomeim. He says like this, one second. We have a limut that if someone has a Tsaras, a Tsaras that the way it is now, it's torn. It doesn't have simoni tumor. It's torn right now. And it could become torn, but it's torn. Right now, it's totally torn. Am I allowed to cut it off? So this, we, there's, a, there's a limo that we say no. It says, You have to follow the koyanim. You have to leave every tzaras, whether it's tummy now, whether or not. You have to leave it for the judgment of the koyanim. And therefore, you should not remove even a torah tzaras. Now, if he has a Torah Tzaras, he doesn't have to go to Mikvah. He was never Tamim. And nevertheless, he can do the avoidable Tzaras on him. It's like a type of a moon. And nevertheless, he cannot remove the Tzaras and go do the avoidable. why not? He's ready to do the avoidable today. And therefore, that Lechayda proves to me that the issue of removing Tzaras is very severe. And therefore, it overrides avoidable, which avoidable overrides Shabbos. So you don't have a kalvachimer. On one hand, tzaras is very severe, and one hand, shabbos is very severe. You don't have a kalvachimer. Okay, good point. Ela Omar Ravashi says Ravashi, no, I agree with Rovan. I agree that the fact that you don't cut off tzaras to do the avoda does not show you that tzaras is more severe, and therefore Rava has a good kalvachimer. Rav has a good kavachim. So, but Lechayda, you had a good point. Lechayda, you said that you cannot cut off the tzaras even if you don't have to go to mikveh and you'll be able to do the avodah today. Right. But there's a different reason why you cannot remove the tzaras for avodah. What is the reason? Why would you be able to remove the tzaras? Because it's a loisah to remove the tzaras, but it's an asset to do the avodah. When does that rule work? Although we said earlier that it doesn't really work by Mila B'tzaras, but theoretically it could have worked by Mila B'tzaras. Why? We'll see soon why. Inami tzitzis v'kilayim, to put on tcheles, on a pishton clothing, which you're doing shatnes over there. The be'idna de misakeh lav kamoikimaseh. At the moment that you're overriding the, the loisasa, you're doing the mitzvah When you're doing the, the removing the tzaras, you're doing the bris. When you're putting in the tchelas and you're creating shatnas of air, rather, when you're putting on this clothing and you have shatnas of air, that shatnas is doing the mitzvah 
of putting on of having tzitzis. But when you're removing the tzitzis to do the avoda, beida the misakilav. When you're overriding, when you when you're not following the loisase, like I'm making say, you're not fulfilling any mitzvah. You're not doing the avoda right now, and that's why you're not allowed to. And therefore, it does not prove that saras is so severe. And therefore, Rav has a good kavachim. Um, oh, let me go back a bit to what I started off with. Rashi says a few words, which does explain how this Rav could fit with the Rav before. Basically, Rav is saying, or actually could fit with the Brice before. The Brice is saying that there's an extra posuk bosser by the eighth day. Says Rava, you're right, it's a good posuk. That posuk we're going to use for a bris mila after the eighth day. For the fact that you should have two psukim, one for uh, eighth day and one for an adult, and together we'll be able to learn that after the eighth day, you can do a bris mila. On the eighth day itself, you don't need a posuk. So the Bryce is telling me, maybe I mainly it fits more with the second version of Rava at least. That that uh, maybe I would know that a bris mila not on the eighth day can be deichetzeras because it's essay in the but then we have an essay as well, and therefore we need the pasuk which is written by the eighth day but applies not to the eighth day. So Rav is not arguing in the brayse. I'm sorry. It's still the problem is still is still is still here because Rav explained the brayse in a way before which contradicts what he says over here. But Rav is not a problem with the brayse. The Bryce is telling you about Mila Shaloi Bismana. The Chiddush, the reason why we have a Pasuk is for Shaloi Bismana. For Bismana, we don't need a Pasuk. The Pasuk is written by Bismana to use it for Shaloi Bismana. Says the Gemara, the Rabbi Ben Safra Tanoi. It's really a Machlik is Tanoi. The Tanya, we learned in the Bryce, Bosor, Va'afal Pishayesham Baharis Yimu. From the word Bosor, we learn. That even if there's saras, you have to do the brismila, and from that we learn on the eighth day that, that, that you do a brismila, even though there's a saras. Even Rabbi Yeshia, Rabbi Yeshia, the name of any tzaddik, you don't need that pasuk for the eighth day. Shabbos chamura deicha saras likol shikin. If it could override Shabbos, for sure override saras. So it's exactly the machlokes of Rav Safra and Rav, which obviously they didn't see this brisa, and therefore they had this machlokes. But it's it's a machlokes tanu. Okay, so what do we learn today? There's a b'risa which says that a bris milas deichetzanas whether it's bizman or whether shaloi bizman. So he brought a b'risa which explains how do we know that milas deichetzanas. So the b'risa starts of saying it's obvious. Then the b'risa says maybe not. Okay, there's a pasuk yimel besar or losay. The word besar is is exaggerated with besar by or by by tzaras. From that we learn that you do a bris mila even if there's tzaras. Asks Rava or Rabbi. One second. You said it's obvious, then it's not obvious. Why was it obvious? Why is it not obvious? So one explanation is it was obvious because if it's Deicha Shabbos, it's for sure Deicha Tzaras. Then we say, no, in a way Tzaras is more strict than Shabbos because you don't cut off Tzaras to do Avedah, which Avedah is Deicha Shabbos. So, so, so in a way, Tzaras can be more severe than Shabbos. So there's no right. So we have the Pasuk Bissam. Another version, the Brice of Thought Milos because it's an essay against the Lysasa. Then he says, No, there's an essay also by Tsaras, bring it to the coin. So therefore, you don't you can't just use that logic, you have to have the puzzle. Fine. 
Then we said, one second. I have the word besar by Yaid Debris. I have the word besar by an adult's bris. I don't have the word besar by in between. So who says that in between Shalai Bizmano, you can do a bris even if you're calling off Tsunas? As is the Gemara from the two. Sada Shava. The common denominator between a 13-year-old and an eight-day-old is that it's a bris. Eight-day-old is in the right time. A 13-year-old is uh, gets punished karis, but an eight-day-old is not punished karis, and a 13-year-old is not the right time. So the only common thing is that it's a bris. So it's deichet sedas. Comes Rava and he says that we don't need a pasuk for the eight-day bris. The only reason there's a pasuk by the eight-day bris is to is to be able to put it together with the 13-year-old bris and to apply it to all to in between. For the eight-day, you don't need a pasuk. Why? Uh, you have a kavachimer from Shabbos. Says Rav Safra, one second. Saras could be more strict than Shabbos, like you just said, because it's doicha avodah, which is doicha Shabbos. Says Rav, no, it's doicha avodah, because anyways he can't work. Why not? Let him cut off the saras. He has to toivel and he has to wait for the night and only work the next day. You don't push off the mitzvah for the next day. Says Rav Safra, one second. But if he has a Tor saras, it's not right now, it doesn't have the simonic tumor, it's, it's passed the test and it's considered tor. You're still not allowed to remove it. And you could, if he removes it, he could do that either right away. So we see that saras is more severe. Says Ravashi, no. You still wouldn't be able to, not because saras is more severe, because you're not doing the mitzvah now. You couldn't go up to saras now for a mitzvah later. And therefore, we don't have the rule of and therefore, you can you cannot remove the saras. So so it's not a rai that's more strict than Shabbos. It's not at the same time. On Shabbos, it is the same time. So Ravashi agrees with Rava that you don't need a pasuk for the eighth day. Says the Gemara says Rabbi Yishia says you need a pasuk for the eighth day. Rabbi Nissan says you don't need a pasuk for the eighth day. Okay.